You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. We are here today with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan and Brett Butler from the Charlotte Knights. It's finally spring or maybe summer. It happened quickly. But the warm weather's here. Birds are singing and the crack of a bat at the local ballpark is right here in Charlotte. And we're so blessed um, that this baseball park, it was actually named the best minor league ballpark in America, um, which is fantastic. And they've done a great job since they've made the transition. Um, but the Charlotte Knights have had season after season of sellouts at their stadium, which is located conveniently in the middle um, of Uptown near Bank of America Stadium across from Romere Bearden Park. Um, and it's a place where it has plenty of parking. It's access for people that can leave directly after work. It's an awesome location and an awesome park. So um, we're really excited to learn more about the Charlotte Knights what they're doing this year for season ticket holders, also for people from a day-to-day basis. Um, but he, we have a guy here that knows all about that. Um, he probably has the easiest job here in Charlotte, with exception <laughs> with exception to Girl Scouts selling cookies. Just kidding, oh. Brett. But um, he is the uh, director of season membership sales, and we're really excited to learn a little bit more, buddy. So thank you, Brett, for joining us on the Brand Builders Podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Hey, first question, man. We, we have to ask it. Uh, are you in any relation to the major leaguer who was a National League All-Star with the L.A. Dodgers? You know, I, I, I get this question quite a bit, honestly. Um, but the short answer is no. But I'll, I'll give you a quick story. Um, I think I was, God, maybe my second year with the Knights. And I was 2010. And I was on the phone with a, uh, a uh, very lovely young lady. And she asked me the same question. And at that point, I, like I said, I, I get that question a lot. And just for the heck of it, I decided to say yes this time. <laughs> <laughs> like I am the, the, the baseball player That's that awesome. played for the Giants and the Dodgers and the Braves and so on and so forth. And for the, for the next, I think it was maybe about a minute and a half, this, uh, this lady went on about how he was her favorite player growing up. And she was telling me about the specific plays and games that she watched. And, you know, when she was done, I, uh, I felt really bad. But I had to tell her I, I was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and, and she took it in stride. Uh, and oh, but I had vowed to myself that I would never ever answer that question with you know liar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never. I said I'm never doing it again. Um, so, no, I'm not. But. You know, the funny thing is I, what I get more than the, the baseball players, uh, you know, it's Rhett Butler from Gone with the Wind. There you go. <laughs> yeah. When I, was in, when I was in elementary school and middle school, that was the first first day of class, roll call. Teachers say Brett Butler. It's like, oh, it's almost like the guy with Gone with the Wind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> so there's a little, uh, little story to start everything off for there you. There you go. We, we love it, man. And, and now for the Knights, right? That's got to be a great job selling tickets for a team that's wildly popular and sells out a lot. What What's the best part of your job? You, you know, I mean, working in sports, it it, it, it it's fun. You know, I, I get to tell people my, my office is, is at a ballpark. Um, so I – what I do every day is I'm very passionate about it. Um, but probably the most rewarding thing that I get is, uh, you know, the, the relationships that I build with, uh, you know, the various season ticket holders and fans that come through the gates. Um, with me being there going on, I don't know, this is my 10th or 11th year. I'm starting to lose track of it. Wow. Um, with the Knights. With the Knights all together. Um, so I, I've 
built those relationships with a lot of our season ticket holders. And, you know, on a given game, I, I can't walk down the concourse without talking to someone because I just know so many people. But, you know, that's one thing that we um, as, a, as a sales staff really preaches, you know, it's not about just selling the tickets and getting them here to the ballpark and, and taking the money, but it's more about building that relationship and, you know, trying to understand why are they coming? You know, why are they buying, you know, the 10 games a year or the, or the, the group outings and the season tickets? You know, what's the story behind that? So you're, you're, you're building that relationship to where it's not a, a one or two year relationship that you have with them, but it's, Sure. Be, it's however long that's going to be, you know, eight, nine, ten years. It's a very personalized service, it too, is. and I'm sure for the fan that's there, mm-hmm. they come and you come speak with them. I mean, that that alone makes them feel appreciated, and, and yeah. they, they know folks it with does. the Knights, and like you said, relationship-based, and Absolutely. that's powerful, especially at a, a sporting event, right? Yeah, and, and, and it's, it, it's really neat because, you know, I, I always walk around with a little notepad in my pocket, and when, when I'm done talking to someone, if if there's one little piece of information that that they t- told me, like something's coming up, you know, our my, our our wedding anniversaries in, in in two weeks, and you know, if if I'm smart enough to to write that down and, and plug that in, in into the our CRM, and and I actually call them on the anniversary and say, hey, just want to call you and say happy wedding anniversary. That, and that and is it, awesome. It's, it's a it, yes. can, it can be a, a one minute conversation, but you know that. The fact that you did that. The impact. It's the impact of it, yeah. Totally. And Brett, so we're celebrating our 10th year in business at the Dunstan Group. So a lot of things can change in 10 years. With you being with the Knights, not only with them being in Fort Mill, but through the transition to Charlotte, you have a very unique perspective of both of those. But one thing I want to ask you from the business side of things, you've talked about relationships. You've talked about cultivating those and growing those over 10 years. I can only imagine um, the opportunity it was when we moved to Charlotte, Mm -hmm. but you also probably had some clients down in Rock or, or Fort Mill that maybe weren't too excited about it. So no, it opened yeah. up the doors, but it also challenged you because it's almost maybe not starting from scratch, but you kind of had to, it's a, it's a whole different city. Tell me how, it, just tell me how that whole transition happened, how you found out that, oh my gosh, we might actually move to Uptown, the excitement of the organization, and then how that transition uh, kind of happened. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like my first year with the team was, it was in 2008 and, you know, what a, a lot of people may not know or may not remember is that we were supposed to move in 2009, you know, with, with this ballpark. But there's there's various issues that were, you know, well documented in, in the media about what had happened with with a uh, certain real estate attorney and, you know, uh, the, the economy, what happened with that. Um, but, you know, that a lot of people were excited for us to move. Um, but at the same time, the, the folks that were, you know, down in Fort Mill that, you know, supported the team. They, they weren't happy with it. And I completely understood where they're coming from. Um, but that was far outweighed about, uh, more than the, the, the excitement that, that the, the city had, uh, for us to come because, you know, a lot of people may not realize, but baseball has been around in Charlotte for, I think 1901, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the, the original Charlotte Hornets, you know, that, 1901 to 1976, I think it was, and it switched over to the O's and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, there, there's a lot of tradition here, and you know the folks that were the Charlotte O's fans back in the in the 80s, and they lost the team, and you know they were really excited for for baseball to actually come back to Charlotte. And you know the the years kind of leading up to it, you know, the folks told us that if you guys end up moving, you know, we'll we'll buy season tickets, and mm-hmm. and by God, they did. 
you know, it, it was it was one of the craziest two years that I've had, you know, yeah. working. But um, the, the transition, it, it was awesome, and, and it was it was hard, but it was easy at the same time. We you know we had a dedicated folks working on this stuff for us, you know, as far as um, on the sales side, and then Dan Rakowski, our, our COO, who worked tirelessly to get this thing done. Um, so it, the, the planning was, you know, long and, 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 you know, was a lot of effort to get behind that. But, you know, with us doing all that work, it, it really wasn't that hard um, as far as, you know, the, the execution of everything. Um, but, you know, these folks were really excited for, for us to get back to, to the city limits and, and really be the Charlotte Knights again. Uh, so it was a great experience. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. You, not a lot of people can say they opened a new facility um in in our industry so it it was a it was a blessing and it was awesome to go through and i would do it again tomorrow if we could well let's let's not um you know you guys have done more than just open up a facility (laughs) you have established as being the number one minor league baseball park in the country and i think that's something to be super proud of i think anybody that goes to that ballpark i grew up in atlanta right so i grew up going to major league baseball and there's a lot of people that talk about Go you know, Braves. they want to, yeah, go Braves, that they want um, a major league <laughs> baseball team in Charlotte. But it's so yeah. fun for me being a major league fan to be able to go to your stadium and not only watch good baseball, um, but it's such an experience and it's affordable. I mean, I'm a new dad. I can't wait to take Graham to his first baseball game and I'm not going to have to spend $65 for my you know, one-year-old son to see a baseball game. Yeah. So you guys, from a value standpoint, I think you've done a great job. You guys have built an awesome culture. Um, and I think everybody in Charlotte can thank you for the for what you guys have put out. Yeah, I'm curious too. So it, it sounds like Charlotte's back on the docket for an MLB team. Um, how do you feel about that? What do you know about that? And do you think yeah. it, it it's a possibility? Yeah, as far as, you know, What's being said is, you know, obviously, you know, you, you see, you know, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, Robert Manfred, um, you know, saying, you know, we're, we're the Charlotte's on a, on a list for expansion. You know, there's uh, there's no telling what that time frame is. Um, but the conversations that I have with folks that um, ask me about it is, uh, do I think it's possible? And sure, absolutely. Um, but the city needs to keep growing at the rate that it is. Um, and, and, and to support it, to, to, yeah. to uh, support it. Yes. Right. Um, and I don't have a time frame on that. Um, I know a lot of people would love to see major league baseball in, in Charlotte, but I think right now, you know, where the city's at and, you know, we're, we're in a perfect spot because you look at other markets, you know, um, like Indianapolis, uh, who, you know, we, we go neck and neck with, with attendance each year. So they, they got the Colts and they have the Pacers, you know, we have the Panthers and the Hornets. Um, I think right now we're in a, in, a, in a perfect spot for what we have going on. Um, so as the years roll along, you know, will that, uh, that talk heat up? Absolutely. But, you know, we're, we're focused on the here and now and providing the, the, the best, you know, experience that we can for the folks that are coming through the gates at BB&T Ballpark. Um, so that's what we're focused on is, you know, delivering that value and, and, and deliver the experience that fans have, I guess, come to expect uh, sure. from our staff and and and, uh, and and at the ballpark. So that's, a, I guess, a, a politically correct answer for it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is showing my ignorance, but are are there cities with – there are cities with both, minor and major league, right? And it, and, it, and it works, but the city has to be a certain size to support that. Well, how, how it all works is, uh, you know, there's, there's 
it, for lack of a better term, there's there's zoning restrictions. Okay. So let's just say, you know, if if Charlotte were to get the team, a major league baseball team, you know, the, the Knights would be defunct. So it, it, it depends on what city it is and how far away the next team is. Got it. So that's where that's where it comes into. So if if Indianapolis were to get a major league baseball team, you know, that the Indians would be defunct. You know, they would have to either close their doors or they or they would move. So that's just that's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. And Got you it. so going back into the nights, um, and and to talk about experience. And so we're in in the branding world, and I will say out of any events that I've been to, I think minor league baseball does a phenomenal job promoting your brand, but creating an experience that's different. And you guys are not afraid to test the boundaries, which is yeah. very cool, especially with what we do. Last year, you guys had an awesome campaign where you not only um, branded everything, you had new uniforms, you had official hats, and that yeah. was the Charlotte Pitmasters, mm-hmm. which I think was <laughs> really cool, especially being from the South. Yeah. So tell us, what are some of the Knights promos that you have upcoming this year? What are some things you can talk to us about, and what can we expect when we show up to the ballpark? Yeah, so I mean, to, to touch on what you, what you just brought up is, you know, this is a growing trend that you're you're seeing and, and, you know, minor league baseball and at all classifications levels is, you know, teams are kind of rebranding their their uh, their name for a specific game or for, uh, you know, a certain amount of games each year. So um, I think the first team that did it was the uh, the, the, the team down in Fresno. They they did the, the Fresno Tacos, I think it was. <laughs> um, Brilliant. So, yeah, so and, and it's, it's just a cool spin on things that kind of, you know, kind of build on that minor league uh, experience of, you know, nothing's – you know, uh, out of the question. So, you know, our, uh, our David Ruckman, who's our uh, video production manager, our uh, director, he, that th- this was his brainchild. He came up with all that. Um, he designed everything and people loved it. You know, you, you can walk around Charlotte now and you'll see pit masters hats and shirts and, you know, people are still buying it this year. Um, and we're, cause we're planning to do that again. Uh, we're also rebranding again to the Charlotte Caballeros, which is, I believe, a Spanish for Knights, if I'm if I'm correct. And that's kind of a you know a diversity um, initiative. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, directive that minor league baseball is doing. Um, so we did that last year. We're doing it again. And then we also had like the Queen City uniforms. You know, we're all proud of you know being and living in Charlotte with how fast the city's growing. So, you know, that's something else we're doing. We're rebranding for the Queen City Knights again uh, later on this year. Um, as far as some stuff that we have going on this year, um, one of the big, uh, uh, one of the newer things that we're doing is we're looking at our, our Thursday home games and basically uh, calling it like a throwback tea night. Um, so there, each Thursday night, uh, there will be a different T-shirt giveaway. So I think the first one's going to be this Thursday where our royalty racers are going to be more of a... Uh, video game type um graphics on on the uh mm-hmm. on the t-shirts and then we got some other stuff planned too as well as that but it's throwback tea i think is what the, our promotional team come up, came up with but each thursday night there'll be a different t-shirt that's given away and it's kind of a retro theme um type shirt so um more to come on that i, I wish i had the the whole list in front of me um but it but yeah like you said we we always evaluate what what we're doing and you know, that's a, a big part of our off season that uh, a lot of people don't seem to, you know, think about is like the season ends. We just don't go home and show back up in April. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this and building that promotional calendar takes a lot of work. And, you know, 
setting up those appearances and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's a, it's a full four or five month pro- process to do that. Um, so they do a great job. Um, but you know, that the, the, the throwback tea promotion that we're doing on Thursday, that's one of the newer things that we're doing. And so this is um, a question and being a baseball fan, I don't know um, how I know with, you know, triple mm-hmm. we're associated with the, the, the Chicago white Sox. That's the, the brand is minor league baseball and the major league baseball. Do they, are they the same organization as my first question? And then my second question, maybe not the same organization, but do they overlap and work together? Second question, as baseball continues to try to appeal to millennials, mm-hmm. there's been the issues of how long the games are, attention spans. Um, I think someone quoted millennials as having an attention span of a gnat. Um, <laughs> so that's not a lot at all. So yeah. a four-hour baseball game, good luck, right? Yeah. Have they ever decided or thought about maybe taking the Chicago White Sox and creating one series or one weekend that's an actual real game, but play them in the AAA stadium? So bring the Chicago White Sox here for a series against the Atlanta Braves. Yes, the stadium's yeah. smaller, but I feel that that would promote the game mm-hmm. of baseball so much. And maybe the Charlotte Knights are not the exact example because yeah. you sell out your stadium. Y'all are rock stars. Yeah. But maybe for an area that isn't, like a Greenville or an area that maybe isn't selling out all of their games, if you brought them back, and I don't know, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm like speaking like, this would be a great wish list, right? <laughs> Write this down. But it's something yeah. that I think would really promote it. Have they ever thought about doing that? Or maybe at the end of spring training, they bring that team here. Because I know you guys do a lot of other events mm-hmm. there. And I just feel like that would be something that's really hey, cool. Hey, let, let me interrupt for a sec. Could you repeat that question? Yeah. So here's the question. <laughs> so here, so, and, so to sum up my I'm one kidding. minute question, like, do you ever think that that would be a possibility? And have, has that ever come up? Okay, so I guess the, the, <laughs> I'll, I'll start with the first part that you talked about. So the the relationship between like a a minor league affiliate with their their major right. franchise. Um, so a, a lot of people may not understand how this whole thing works. Um, so we do have a relationship with with Chicago. Um, you know, there's there's these things called it's called a player developmental contract or player development contract, um, and that's just saying, hey, you're going to be our triplet triple a affiliate for you know either they do it like two to four years it's okay. kind of an incremental value like that um so the white Sox they control every single aspect when it comes to the players on the field so when people are, are, are caught up in chicago or someone is coming up from winston-salem or birmingham and joining our our team that's all the white Sox. and the players are fully controlled by them they're paid by them you know the the Knights have nothing to do with that whatsoever. Uh, what we do is we own and operate the, the ballpark um, in, in Charlotte. Uh, so everything that you see, you know, the, you know, all the maintenance, the, uh, you know, the tickets, that's, that's all us. We have nothing to do with the, the on-field product, uh, essentially. Um, but, you know, with, uh, with us having such a long-standing relationship with Chicago, uh, I think this is our 20th year, you know, with us being affiliated, which is one of the longer uh, – affiliations now in, in baseball uh so uh we're doing a whole uh, uh promotion based on that that's kind of the big thing this year that it was night Sox 20 you know you can look at my email signature and it that's what it says night Sox 20 um so we're wearing you know a, a specialty uniforms a few times a year to kind of celebrate that uh, behind a home plate there's a a, a field graphic that says night Sox 20 um so the that's a huge thing for us this year but that's basically how that relationship works. You know, you know, we, we talk to them a lot, especially, you know, our, our upper management, you know, uh, Dan, who, COO, they, they deal with a lot of that stuff. Um, the second part of the question is, I think you asked about if, if 
<laughs> if a team would come, like the, the White Sox play the Cubs for a series, that'd be awesome. Um, I I think it'd be fantastic. I I I don't know how that would happen or when that would happen. Um, but you never say never. You know, they're 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 playing games in in, in Japan. They're playing games in Mexico. Um, so. Do I know if it's going to happen? I don't know, but I, I like you. I think it'd be a, 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 a great uh, um, a promotion to do. But, but what, what also, you know, the Chicago—they've come down twice and played the Knights since oh, we, okay. yeah, since we've. Um, so kind of like you alluded to, like in the spring training, as the season is, is right about to, to gear up, they've they've come in uh, this past year and then in 2015, and they we played an exhibition game. Awesome. Um, so 2015, we won. You know, surprisingly, we actually beat them pretty handily. Uh, but then this year, they beat us. So, but but yeah, there's that relationship, and typically that's what you'll see with major major league affiliates. They'll they'll go to their their top AAA affiliate or AA affiliate, and they'll do an ex- an exhibition game uh, every year or so. Uh, so they kind of rotate it out. So excellent. Yeah. Well, let's talk about value. You're all about season tickets. Mm-hmm. How can can our listeners um, get in touch with you, learn more about season tickets, and is it you got to buy the whole season. Is can you buy a package? Yeah. Can you do one night? Tell us about that, um, so they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So uh, you know, it, I, we got the full season tickets, which is uh, seventy games, but we also have two other options, uh, where it's eighteen games or ten games. Um, the the biggest thing that that we always kind of deal with is seventy games is a lot to, to kind of manage, which completely understand. But uh, you know how I kind of pitch it is you you have seventy opportunities to you know. And engage with your your employees or your, or your vendors, clients, or on the individual side, you know, you know, engage with you know, you have a babysitter, you have uh, you know, folks that you work with a charity, you know, whatever the case is, you know, there's there's a lot of ways you can help utilize, you know, uh, you know, night's tickets, uh, you know, to kind of help achieve what you want to do, you know, in in your personal life and or in business. So, uh, but those are the options that we got, and you know, if, you, if you're interested, you know, all the Information's on the website, and you can easily get in contact with us. Awesome. Well, excellent, man. Well, um, tell us, our, I mean, do we have any games that are already sold out? Are there any games on the horizon that we need to get on there? Fourth of July, are we doing fireworks again? Or what, yeah. are, what are some of the games on the highlight this season? And then we will uh, we'll share some more information, man, yeah. and we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, July 4th is always a big game for us, but we, we just announced that uh, – the, uh, on July 3rd, the day before, is uh, Team USA is going to be coming and playing uh, uh, the, the Japanese national team, which is always a, a, a fun game to watch, you know, you know, Japan and their rich history of baseball. Um, and we've been lucky enough to, you know, develop that relationship with USA Baseball. They, they've played Japan. They've played the, the Cuban national team, uh, Chinese Taipei at, at our ballpark. So we just announced that um, for um, coming up on July 3rd. So. Tickets will be on sale for that very, very soon if they're not already. So uh, definitely uh, keep a lookout for that one. Excellent, man. So how can they get in touch with you? What's your uh, email address yeah. or what's the best way to reach you? Well, being in sales, I always like being on the phone. Uh, so my uh, my direct line at the uh, ballpark is uh, 704-274-8208. Uh, but if email is preferable, it's uh, super easy. It's my first name, Brett, uh, B-R-E-T-T, then B is in boy at charlottenights.com. So just Brett B at charlottenights.com. Brett, enjoy learning more, man. Thank absolutely. you for investing some thank time you. with yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank, thank you, you, Brett. Yeah.
You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.